you. It's me, Larry, the guy that works at the gas station that sometimes says, hey, these boner pills ain't so bad right here. Just take one. It'll be great. You'll never regret the heartburn or the indigestion or the fact that it doesn't really work. Or maybe that one time that you took it and it lasted for longer than four hours. <gasps> Wow, just kidding, it's me, Amp. Um, and today, I wanna to talk about a new sponsor, Joy Mode. Whether you're looking to spice it up in the bedroom with those intimate moments or increase your confidence all around in the bedroom, Joy Mode makes all natural science-based supplements dedicated to helping those with penises perform better in the bedroom. Small enough to fit in your wallet and easy enough to take on the go. It's the perfect travel companion. And he's just a little guy that you add to six to eight ounces of water, mix it up 45 minutes before you have some fun, Take it and you are good to go. But like any good pervertible, it's not just good for the boner, it's also good for blood vessel support, cardiovascular heart health, athletic performance, and general erection function. Gone are the days of weird boner pills you get in gas stations. Try out Joy Mode, it is a game changer. So redefine your intimacy and go to usejoymode.com for 20% off with code Watts. Again, 20% off and free shipping with usejoymode.com. Ingredients with integrity, Joy Mode. Now on to the holiday, holy day episode. I sworn you wore a Christmas hat the other day. How do you not have a Christmas hat? I wore yours. Oh, well that makes sense then. You're gonna wear your Christmas harness with my parents? <laughs> Can I wear my Christmas no, harness with your parents? No, you wear a Christmas harness with my parents. <laughs> but I look so good. You always look good. What's your safe word? Ho, ho, ho. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Pod. I'm Ant. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today... We are getting in the Christmas spirit. We are, actually. This will be one of our... Well, it'll be the last holiday pod, but not the last pod of the year, unfortunately. Or fortunately? No, I think that's fortunate. We don't want the year to end yet, do we? Do we? I don't know. Some people are Was it a about... good year for you? Um, it was no, it wasn't a bad year. It wasn't a bad year for me was it either. A, it was it was a pretty okay year for us, I would say. Yeah, no? I like this year. What were, what were some of your favorite? Well, we can do it. We'll we'll do that. We'll next do that next week. time. Next week we'll do Save our favorites. It. Save it. Our New Year's resolutions officially. Oh God, New Year's um, resolutions. We already had the the podcast of some. I, I'm waiting for the Pornhub urine review to come out. That's always my favorite thing to digest. Over I just the thought year. you said urine review. <laughs> like, yes, what's the, the urine, urine review? review? You, know, you know, the urine review. Splish splash. <laughs> year. In year. review, not year. the urine. Are your headphones working okay? Yeah, they are now. Okay. Thank you. And how are you doing today, Daddy? I'm doing great. It's uh, cold and rainy here, but I think that's how it is across the country. And it is December, so that's what we can expect. Sad. <laughs> I'm a, it's like a sad sound effect. Um, and I don't mind the rain personally. You like well, you're I from like Seattle. You're one of those weird ones that think it's comforting. Excuse you. I get it. What do you mean weird ones? First of all, second of all, at least I don't get the seasonal depression like some people do in the West. No, States. I have a friend who came by the other day, so depressed because they're from Phoenix and they're like this time change and the weather. It just I've never experienced anything like this, and I'm like. Oh man! <laughs> Wait till no. This is the the rainiest and kind of the gloomiest time of the it year. It doesn't for last us. long. It doesn't last long. But like when you live in Seattle, you never get that. And well, so I've always been pretty well accustomed to. I love the rain. I like when it gets rainy and kind of chilly, so you can like bundle up under covers. Uh, it'll be interesting with climate change if we'll have to move north so you can get keep getting that. I'm not. I'm again. I'm not complaining that yeah. it's happening. I'm just kind of. I'm kind of even keeled in a lot of things in life. Uh, specifically when it comes to weather, though. Apparently, I, because I grew up in Seattle, I don't get the seasonal depression. I don't get any of that because I. It used to rain every day in Seattle. You're just so very well adjusted. I'm That's just very, always yeah. wet. <laughs> 
but um, it is the holiday season, which means today's podcast, we're not only going to be talking about the holidays, heading home for the holidays, as I'm sure most of you will be doing if you head home uh, when this comes out, um, but also talking about just like how to keep it fresh as we get into the new year. We got some, we got some reader questions. We got some Q&A of the, not holiday variety, but like the freshening up your life and also maybe a little bit that has to do with like going home for the holidays. Okay. And that will be what we're getting into today as the main topic, but first... Okay, so I know you're not an electrician, and technically (laughs) neither am I. (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. But. Oh, I don't know. I just get uh, very worried when you start talking about something new. So, so these older houses are really wired well, or Mm -hmm. uh, weirdly, and uh, so I... Uh, our editor moved into my building, which is a very old building, and he wanted to hang a chandelier today. So I'm like, okay, first things first, turn that light switch off. And there's only one light switch to the room. So we turned it off. Then I got up on the ladder and I took off the old one. And then I the the cord, the wires underneath are just so old and caked with like Ew. grime and not color coordinated like they are now. Usually it's black, white, and green now. Green is the grounding. Um, so I'm like, you sure it's off? And he's like, yeah, I turned it off. Oh, God. Daddy. <laughs> so I, I, just, I just flicked my finger on the live wire, and it was live. <laughs> so There's got to be better ways to test a live wire. I could have stuck out my tongue. No. <laughs> So then I had to have him power down his computer and we shut off the power to the whole unit. But just it's uh, just be careful when you're doing electricity. It's all I'm going to say. I'm That's glaring it. so hard. I know. Stop Daddy, glaring. You need to be safe. Okay. So I was safe because what I did was I flicked the wire. I didn't grab the wire. If I grabbed the wire, I'd, I could be grounded to it and, and not be able to let go. You're grounded See? right now. You're grounded. See, I know what I'm doing. Do you? It was a quick shock. It's fine. I'm going to give you a quick shock here in a second. That's so scary. You? Okay. Daddy. Was there anything else to that? No, that's it. Because you are ridiculous. Why? Would you like to rehash last night? What did I do last night? So yesterday, you texted me. Somebody left a salacious comment on On Guard. And oh, you texted me. Oh. No, 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 no. Let me start. Let me start. Let me start. This is the pup tea before we give a, a sexy shout out to one of our favorites this week. Somebody dragged no, us in the comments no, no, no. on guard. It wasn't a drag. It was someone being very opinionated and valid in their opinion about how. It was how... a drag. They said we couldn't get past 10 minutes would of listening you, to you these like me to guys in the, the bubble. Yeah, I don't care, but. Um... So to, to, I'll read the comment after I give you guys the premise. So daddy said. How do I comment back to this person? He said, question, how do I respond to this comment on OnGuard? How do, we res- how do I respond to this comment on our- OnGuard? And you sent me a, an image of the YouTube Studio app, which, for the record, I've had to show you how the YouTube Studio app has worked many times. <laughs> okay? So, my, my... I did a screen grab of the comment mm-hmm. so you could read it. Mm-hmm. And so, my response was... Uh, oh, I said good morning because it was a morning text. And I said, you just hit the little comment looking icon button. 
Um, but you don't need to comment back. It seems like a waste of time. This person is very angry. And I'm like, how dumb do you think I am that I didn't know to hit the comment button to comment? No. How do I reply is the question. Not With the little how comment, comment tab. You, you hit the comment tab. I know how to comment. No, you, I'm not what stupid. What you would say is how do I respond to this comment? Oh, my God. How you do are, I phrase? You're picking no, at Harris I'm here. not picking at Harris. I am picking at you because you are the type of person who doesn't know how to start a comment. It literally says app. comment. Daddy. I have to show you how to access your analytics. I have to show you how to find I do the comments. I social media for a living. I know how to you, reply. You don't know how the YouTube app works. I know how to reply to a comment. <laughs> anyway. How dumb do you think I am? <laughs> when it comes to even. YouTube Studio, you didn't know how to use it for a very long time. You still don't know how to use it perfectly. I, so I, I physically was trying comments. to help. You really think I... I I, I, scr I scream laughed because you were like... No. I scream laughed. That's what you thought. Why? I was like, how do you reply to this comment? A and I... What is the appropriate thing? This is what you see. So I thought you wanted me to hit, tell you how to respond to it. How to respond to it physically. Because you weren't... You didn't have... When you look at the screenshot, there's no way you can type in here. You mean I don't hit the heart? What does the heart do? What does the heart do? It's like. No. What do you mean no? There's literally a like and a dislike button. So you're really going to tell me it's the heart a is a like? Do not see, I, I caught red-handed. Don't even try. Everybody me. knows that the heart is love. No, the heart is a super like, and then gives it, it highlights oh, it by the creator. Like. It shows that the creator liked it, uh, and it notifies people. And then the little, the okay. So what would you? How would you explain the comment button then on YouTube? If you guys use YouTube, comment. It's the little text icon with the little squigglies like text. And last night you said it says comment. If you, it says comment next to it, and I'm like, no, no, no. The comment tab is a completely different thing in the YouTube Studio app. That's not the comment. But button. that's not what I was asking. I was asking you how to reply. What comment was? How to reply? Anyway, Daddy, please don't electrocute yourself trying to comment back. <laughs> Do you want me to read the comment? Sure, you can. It was very, uh, it was very pointed. <laughs> um, we're not saying who it is. We I, did you hide the comment? That's why I asked you how what I was supposed to do. Do I hide the comment? You didn't say hide the comment. I want to just clarify that I mm -hmm. did say to that. No. I said, uh, let's see. Ooh. Oh, God. And then the next thing that we're talking about is right after that. I said, I wouldn't. It's a faceless profile. Uh, you don't need to. Just hide the user from the channel. Well, you didn't say hide the comment. You said hide the user. Because it was a bot. It, it felt very much like a bot. Or it's, it's just not someone a who bot. Hateful. It's just someone who's It hateful. said, uh, I watched the first 10. Okay, well, their username is something something 4174. And it's a it's a faceless profile. But they said, watch the first 10 minutes of On Guard. And unfortunately, just couldn't finish. <laughs> the overwhelming amount of oozing West Coast SFLA bubble privilege is hard to stomach. Bubble privilege. Gosh. Which is funny because we always talk about we're living in a bubble. That is actually one of the things we say outright. Well, it's oozing. We, we, we ooze that from checked. a bubble, apparently. Um, though unsurprising that a group of men all over the age of 50 had amazing experiences and then decided to pull the ladder up behind them. How are we pulling up the ladder? We're literally... I'm 33, thank you. <laughs> we, we're literally doing this show to educate and tell the history. We're not pulling the ladder up behind us at all. If anything, we're, we're extending the ropes. <laughs> For the I record, like the comment is out there. We're not asking you to send any hate. We're just no. we're not trying to silence no, no, anyone. No. But I was like, you could hide it, and Daddy apparently doesn't know how to do that, so it's still out there. Oh my god. <laughs> To, and then the person goes on to the real people in chat. 
don't let these privileged queens tell you the right and wrong. They're living in a very small bubble that is not reality. And the early context they give in this video kind of shows that it's always been that way for them. So, no, we were talking what about the history of Folsom. Folsom? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and like, what? It hasn't. That wasn't even a historical the, video, really, Literally, the whole video was talking about uh, how Folsom has changed over time. I guess it's kind of historical, then, yeah. So, it's not always been that way for us. We're no, talking about the change. If anything, yeah, it's literally about the change of... Maybe the, if they listen to more than so, 10 minutes, they uh, would. Anyway, uh, but you are oozing today, Daddy. I am oozing so much bubble Ew, privilege. Oh, gross. Which then I'm leads to... I'm going to drink my bubble tea right now. <laughs> which then, actually, it's at the next thing in our text chat from this last week. Our sexy shout out. Where we appreciate someone. Daddy, do you know who we're going to appreciate today? Uh, Z-Way? Yes. You love her. Uh, I, uh, she you is, love her. She is. He pushed the button. See the, the squarish buttons to the right? Nope. Right? Up. That one. Slay. She is slay. She is so slay. I love her so much. And this week, Daddy, what did she do? She slayed. And interviewed. Uh, oh, what's his name? The exactly. problematic. Who the fuck cares? No. George Santos. Oh, yeah. George Santos. Now, Z-Way has, if you've never heard of her, she was on Showtime. She had an interview kind of variety talk show, I would say. Uh, a woman of color. She's quirky. She's smart. I want to say she's like in her 30s or maybe her, her late 20s because she is that, that generation. But she's quick. She's hip. And she, she interviews people with a really good knack of listening and then holding people to the question because no one answers a question when you ask them. No, she right, holds daddy? them accountable and then right, uh, I hear you. Right, and she holds right, them, yes, <laughs> she holds them accountable, but she also leads them into believing their friends by flattery. So she She's flatters very, them a little very bit. very, very lovely. When she and, talks to you, you feel like you're best friends with her. I yeah. Know. And then she gets you to say some things and then she'll call you out on it. It's so funny. Rightfully so because yeah. some of these people, especially Mr. Santos, are just idiots yeah he didn't know just the, the spark notes if you haven't watched it or you don't want to give that that little gremlin any time i understand but it's a wonderful interview and for her show got canceled first of all which is astounding i know to me. you were you were like so upset about that well considering the amount of press this got, like mm. i hope she gets picked up again but her her talk with santos was just so ooh, i i felt so gross after it he didn't know he is a queer politician of of and i'm i'm told well, and, and he was bragging about being um, such an advocate for civil rights. Um, and and then, so she started naming off civil rights leaders, like basic ones. And he didn't know, but he pretended, especially uh, Marsha P. Johnson. Oh, my God. Was the first one. And he <laughs> said, she's very respectable. <laughs> with, with her with her acts and activism <laughs> and work. And I wanted to and see just was like, respectable how? <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, so Marsha P. Johnson herself, the one of the mothers of pride like she didn't throw the first brick at stonewall she said so herself but she was there at stonewall and had been an activist until she rest in peace but passed. she was doing that very respectfully and um what respectful, so respectful work she did yeah. with that brick and then <laughs> i just i couldn't i couldn't um then my what really got me um was that besides not knowing who james baldwin was another actor or, or harvey milk was harvey milk yeah 
for someone who, and I don't believe he's queer. I don't, I just don't see how he's a queer. No, he's queer. He's like know, legally married to his husband. I'm so surprised because he, he doesn't know who Harvey Milk is. Yeah, but he knows the latest drag queens. He watches RuPaul, I know. that's for sure. And oh, she wants to be on RuPaul. So. Yeah, and I think that's why he did this interview. I think he equates Z-Way with uh, Ru Ru RuPaul's superstardom. RuPaulisms. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of one of the first things that probably got him on a lot of older generations to be more hip on the pop is he got in a fight with Trixie Mattel, George Santos. Yeah. And it it not only showed how much of an idiot he is, but that he did pay attention to drag culture. Um, and then last but not least in that interview was just like how he thought he was he was so funny and so quick. And then Z-Way starts saying, so how did you pay for all your cosmetic surgeries that he just talked about? <laughs> Whose credit card was that on? And he goes, that's a low blow. Not yeah. doesn't answer the question. Yeah. That's a low blow, Z-Way. Let's be serious. I I I, I screamed. I watched that a few times. The, you know, well, he did clap her. back at one point that I thought was actually kind of clever on, on his part hmm. when she goes, how do we get you to go, go away? <laughs> and, he, and he's like, stop inviting me to your thing, shows. And, yeah. Which, and, and she true. said, if we stop inviting true. you, oh, that's how we do it. And he's like, you, but you can't. You need the ratings. Oh, after that, after that show, she doesn't need to bring you back, sir. She she aired all of your laundry and took you out to dry. Like it was it was a fun, interesting interview. I enjoyed it, and we do not like Mr. Santos. We don't endorse the Santos. Well, it's just clear. It, it, it's it's amazing to watch a pathological liar in action, and you know they're just lying as they're talking, and they don't care. Nah, not at all. Yeah, it's it's very weird. It's it's a fascinating case study though, and as someone who lives on the internet and is active and does care about activism and does know who James Paulwood, Marsha B. Johnson, and Harvey Milk are, I was upset but so like perplexed how politicians are so dumb. Yeah, especially ones that have been voted in. Well, now it's money, so they yeah. they go and they and watch. He'll write a book. He'll try to sell a book. Uh, that's what Marjorie Taylor Greene is trying to do. Um, yeah, so it's just fame. It now equates to money. <sighs> but a big old shout out to Z-Way. Um, I hope she gets uh, some more wonderful interviews out. I hope she, I hope she gets picked up again because that, that kind of content is what I, I live and breathe for is like interviews. You were so excited yesterday. I was. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Slay. Hit the slay button again. Slay. Thank you. Slay. 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 Okay, not too much slaying. <laughs> The Santa's coming. Slay. Not that kind of slay. Well, and we're heading home for the holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, so today we're gonna end with we're gonna end with some gifts. That'll be the end of the podcast. Before we go. Okay. Maybe with uh today's sponsor Manscape. Now Manscape is here to make sure that your new year is coming in strong. Step into 2024 with confidence thanks to Manscape. Resolutions are met and hairs are neatly kept. As the new year approaches, why not make yourself improved in all the best ways, both above and below the waist, and make it a breeze by keeping your body well-groomed with Manscaped's Perfect Performance Package 5.0. You know that's why Santa's beard is always so on point, right? Yeah, he he's... Manscaped. Yeah, he uses Manscaped, which is very what, Daddy? Slay! I, I don't know if I regret... Uh, wait, to the button. button to the left of that? Big! 
you can also he- trim all your what, Daddy? Reindeer <laughs> or your big. <laughs> Today's sponsor. If you would like to try out the Perfect Performance Package 5.0, we're used to the 4.0. It does wonderful things to your face. But the 5.0 is even better. And. It is the ultimate all-inclusive kit designed to help you feel clean and cut and confident in the new year. If you need a New Year's resolution, Manscaped is here to help you. So, for the Perfect Performance Package 5.0, you can get the futuristic tendencies, the reducing of nicks and cuts, as well as maybe the Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose trimmer, which is essential for aftercare products, uh, including the Crop Soother, the Ball Aftershave Lotion and Crop Preserver, the Anti-Chafing Boxer Ball Deodorant, and two free gifts. Now, the Lawnmower 5.0 has two interchangeable next-gen skin-safe blades for the head, a standard one for taking a little off the top. Um, And did I mention it was waterproof, too? Yeah, it's perfect for your reindeer. That's why Dasher is so dashing. (laughs) And if you want those two free gifts, for two free gifts, it'll be the Boxers 2.0 and the Travel Shed, which is perfect for traveling in the new year. Yay! So, new year, new you, and definitely a new trimmer with Manscaped. You can use offer code WHATDADDY What's twenty at manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com again with offer code WHATS20. Thank you, Manscaped. You are very big. <laughs> is that the wrong button? <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, you can do the other one. Slight. Perfect. Thank you, Daddy. I love pushing buttons. <laughs> You're hilarious. You you do that on the daily, and I appreciate you. You're welcome. But speaking of traveling home, yeah, are you ready for the holidays? I think so. I've, I've so here's the problem. Uh, all the gifts uh, I don't want to carry in my bag there to unwrap. So I got really small gifts for like my nieces and Yeah, we got some books. Yeah, I've got some really good books actually. Um and then uh but for yours they're too big to take. So we have to open them here, I think. Yeah, no, we so we're gonna open some gifts at the end of pod. Oh for sure for today. Sure. If you want. Oh, I like that. We can open up some I, I I got you some really heavy gifts, which I think you've already one just arrived and it was it is so heavy. Is there a dead body in it? No. It, and it's it's long and slender like skis. Did you get me skis? It's like a huge Have box. Have you ever been skiing? No. And I'll break my legs. Yeah, so don't, don't give me skis. I don't think I'll ever t- I, I used to snowboard a lot, but that's I I don't know that I could do that again. It's a that is an all encompassing body workout. The yeah. day after snowboarding, you feel like you died. Like it is it is intense. Um but we're gonna get to the gifts in a bit in, in Instead of gifts right away, though, I wanted to talk about going home for the holidays because we've done it many a year going home to Arizona now, which is mm-hmm. where our family lives. Um, but I remember when I used to go home for the holidays back in Seattle, I would always do you ever go home and like there are some flings that you always see on the apps or people that you reconnect with? Like, do you ever do you ever have like a, a winter a winter fling for the holidays? <laughs> Uh, not anymore because it, it's been, I, I'm so old that none of them live in, in Arizona anymore. Um, and we didn't have apps back in my days. So this might be a new generational, uh, generational thing for you. So tell me all about it. That's the, that the weirdest segue voice I've ever, can you give me another lead in? So tell me all about it. Oh no, oh, oh, oh. no, I like the one you had. So tell me all about it. Well, let me tell you about my, no. Um, whenever I used to go home in Seattle, because it felt a little bit more familiar, I and I knew Seattle really well, where I don't know Arizona as much, you know? Um, I would go to the gay bars, I would go to the gay parts of the city, 
Uh, sometimes I would stay with with friends that lived in like Capitol Hill or the gay area. And you always saw the same characters on those apps. Mm. And every once in a while, you know, I'd have, there was there was one guy that, that had this dungeon. It was underground, but it was in this gorgeous Victorian house in the middle of Capitol Hill. Like he had it decked out. And this place had, and I would sometimes do stuff in the holidays because he was such a good player, but it had like a winch downstairs. It had a fully padded like dungeon basement. It had a, there were windows all around the playroom. And they, sounds nice. I'd do it. Yeah. It was kind of similar to your place, except a whole basement full. Okay. And fully padded, where your place is very much a livable no dungeon pads. space. And a what? No pads. Well, your place doesn't have pads. You have a little padded floor, though, a uh, pad that you put down sometimes. Mm -hmm. But it was a, it was always just a good time. It always made me feel like that was a holiday tradition, which you and I were actually talking about yesterday when we were watching some films what did you what did we watch do you remember uh we watched the muppets take christmas or that's not what it was called <laughs> the muppets do christmas they do something it was a muppet christmas carol oh right which surprisingly it was great i know but you were so surprised and you'd never seen it before i had never seen it well i don't do puppets usually but um it was cute and um it, although it was very interesting because did you notice that Kermit and Miss Piggy's family, all the boys were frogs and all the girls were pigs? I don't know if that was a Jim Henson take on the uh, the, the class system or, or like gender <laughs> roles. I don't think. Well, um, I mean, it was done 20 years ago, right? Sure. Yeah. I don't. But I think that was more just. I don't, actually don't know canonically if. Well, I just ever... I was just curious if, if a pig and a frog breed, what is the offspring going to look like? And apparently, a pog, a pog, or <laughs> a pig that hops. <laughs> Ribbit sounds like you when when you when you've had too much caffeine. Ribbit, pig that hops. <laughs> but pink, we were talking about like traditions, like going home for the holidays. You got like people you might have flings with, but also like what were the traditions that you do? And growing up, you said what were your Christmas traditions? <clears throat> We would, we'd always open one present the night before Christmas, so Christmas Eve, um, or you could open stocking. No, no, we didn't, because Santa had to fill the stockings. Oh, um, sure, because Santa... But we always yet. started with opening stockings in the morning. And of course, Santa is real. Wink, 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 wink. Okay, take the kids Stop. out of the room, please. Kids Stop. shouldn't be listening to this podcast anyway. Stop. Stop did, ruining did, it for did, everyone. I'm not ruining it. I'm just saying, did you, how long did you believe in Santa I believed in Santa probably until eight. Oh, wow. Okay. I had to believe a little bit longer because I had a younger sibling. Which was odd because my parents were highly Christian, Pentecostal Christians. I'm surprised they let us believe in Santa. Oh, period? Yeah. Do they not believe in Santa? Why not? I thought St. Nicholas no, was it just, it's, Christian and Catholic, like a bunch of... I don't know. It just it surprises me. Your parents are very straightforward, like analytical, logical, so I'm... I imagine they probably were ecstatic when you didn't have to do the charade of, of Santa anymore. I remember questioning how the hell Santa being so fat got down a chimney. <laughs> I was like, how how is that even humanly possible? <laughs> See, logical. I would. It was like very logical. Meanwhile, um, my my parents were hiding things inside of one of the closets that I don't go in a lot, but like I, it was realistic that I went in it one day and oh, found a found bunch of presents. Gifts. Yeah. So of course I had to like play. Oh my God. I wonder when Santa is coming. And I knew I didn't look, I did not sneak sneakily look through the gifts. Sneakily. 
Yeah, but I did see them and I was like, this is weird. What are all these? Oh, it's Christmas. And like, I wasn't an idiot. I knew there was something weird about that. My mom even like slipped up one year when I was kind of a child and was like, your dad, I mean, Santa has to come and set the, the gifts out tonight, you know? So shout out to all the parents out there still still masquerading and acting as if Santa is real. Stop ruining it. I'm not ruining it because Santa's sexy. Ooh. Some people. Oh, yeah. What about the song I saw Daddy Kissing Santa Claus? Or no, mommy kissing Santa Claus. I would love to see daddy kiss Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's at least one or two takes on that song to, the, to and, this day. And then that's how we knew daddy was gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was... And then growing up, like the, the, the character of Santa is just this archetype daddy in so many ways. We've done Santa-philia episodes. I've We've been done... sexy Santa many times now. And how did that make you feel? Um... Did people rub your belly a lot? <laughs> no, because I'd spank them. Oh, um, so they, so you're, I, I you're like positive the power reinforcement. Or no, I was I was very uh, authoritative uh, Santa. Okay, yeah, I was like, do what I say if you want your toys. Ho ho ho! ho you ho. point yourself. You times. ho! Oh, wow. Use that toy. Wow, that's a, that's a <laughs> Use that toy. Sit on it. <laughs> ho ho ho! <laughs> I whittled that butt plug myself. <laughs> I did it in my most demeaning Santa voice. You know. Give me that, please. Ho, you ho, 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 ho. <laughs> oh my God. Ho. Your Santa it sounds like he smokes a few cigars. No, I think I smoked one last night, so I'm a little raspy today. <laughs> today? <laughs> Maybe I should get what's their face 1459 to come in and give us some comments on this. Podcast oh, about in, the... in my smoky uh, bubble <laughs> I live in. <laughs> I just don't understand how people thought that the one person gets around the world in. Oh, yeah, that doesn't make sense either. There's so many things that don't make sense, right? Magic. <laughs> but we also, we had our traditions last night. We talked about that. We watched some movies. And I chose them up at Christmas Carol, which was lovely, magical, beautiful. It was. But then we watched Love Actually. Love Actually. Can we talk about how problematic that movie is? Why was it problematic? It was glorifying adultery. I don't know if it's glorifying it. It surely was. The, the, the lady who plays Cersei in Game of Thrones. Who was, was having... Wait, nobody was having an adulterer. No one was adultering. There was... You know the guy with the signs that was like... Yeah. The sign motif, the meme of yeah. signs? Yeah. He, he was, was in love with his best friend's wife. And then made out with her. No, she made out with him. Actually, and that wasn't a makeout. That was a thank you for letting me know that you don't hate me kiss. And his final sign was, and now we can put this to bed. So okay. he was well, like, this is why I've been standoffish is I'm in love with you, but I, I respect your relationship with my best friend. That's what that was. That about. movie was what? 2003. Yeah. In the two thousands. Yeah. So it, the weirdest, the weirdest part of that movie for me was like the relationship dynamics present. And there was some good love. Like it, the movie is about how complicated love is, right? Like it's a complicated love story. I mean, cause it actually is. It is. And love happens in many different ways. Actually. Actually. No. <laughs> um, uh, actually. <laughs> but then like uh, Severus Snape was in it. They got Alan. What's his last name? Rickman? Yes. Would you call him Severus, Severus Snape? Snape? 
Is, Severus from Harry Potter. Severus we don't love Harry Potter in this household because the creator's like a turf. Oh, I don't like it because it's boring as fuck. But. <laughs> oh, that part um, but the actor who played Severus Snape, that, that is probably one he of his best played, well-known No, he roles. played, uh, oh, what was his name? He on Galaxy lots of things. On Galaxy Quest. That's He's what, not known for Galaxy Quest. As oh, as he, as that was his best role. Mm, I'm not saying that that wasn't a great role, but I'm just saying he is more well-known as Severus Snape. <laughs> From Harry Potter. (laughs) Anyway, we're not trying to ruin this 20-year-old movie, but he cheats (laughs) on his wife, kind of. He doesn't, though. That's the thing. I said kind of. He bought a necklace, and his wife for For his secretary. Yeah. Yeah, but there was intent there, you know? No? Okay. Well, love, actually. It was an interesting movie. He didn't ever go there. He didn't get the chance, is what I felt. Yeah, he kind of got cut okay. off. Okay, so you don't argue with me if you're on the same page. And then the last part, the last weird relationship. I, this is not a this is not a pop culture review episode, but it kind of is. Is you the, view the movies differently the, than I do? The guy, it was it was set in in the UK, right? Yeah. So a guy from the UK flies to Milwaukee. And oh, like, I want to, I want to have sex with a bunch of hot chicks. blonde hot chicks in America. He flies to America. Within an hour of getting off his flight, he no, finds he a dive from bar. from the airport to a dive bar. Is that not what I just said? You said within an hour. I said he went right straight to it. Would you like to argue it with me more while we're on the same page you don't, again? you don't know the time frame. <laughs> oh, my saying. God. You, it takes at least 30 minutes to get out of the you airport know, after you've landed. very small. I don't know. You're right. Anyway, I don't know because I've so never been. So he ends been. up at this bar and there's a hot girl at the bar who then has two hot friends and they're like, oh, but we just have one bed. You should come sleep with us. No, 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 no. And you are. No, no, no. We no, can't no. afford pajamas. It goes, it goes from one being like, oh, my God, I love your accent. Yeah. To you should meet my friend. And the friends at the jukebox with their ass like literally in booty shorts <laughs> shaking to some song. She turns around. Oh, my God. Uh, you're just so cute with your teeth and your with your accent and then there's like a time jump and now there's three girls magically and they're all like you haven't even met our hottest friend that was bizarre that was a little that was a little far-fetched and i'll give you that then they're like well if you don't have a place to stay you can stay with us but we don't have a couch and we have a very small bed we don't have any money for more than one bed so you have to sleep with us but they looked gorgeous as if they had all the claire's makeup and all the looks (laughs) and it ends with like a five-some and he has like four american girls that was the most unrealistic part of the movie and this is this is after the guy with the signs trying to adult his friend's he wasn't trying to adult his friend's (laughs) wife he was being very she thought he hated her because he wouldn't talk to her Watch the movie and let us know what you okay. think. I give it a solid five out of ten. Yeah, it's not a great movie. It's not great. It, I remember at the time it being kind of fun, and that is the that is the movie where you know when you see people doing that the cards of the cards, yeah. going SNL's SNL's done it, it, done it a million times. They that's, did one with Hillary as a yeah. yeah, and I completely forgot that because yeah. the movie. I, it doesn't. It didn't feel like a Christmas movie, minus that it happens during Christmas. It was all Christmas. What are you I, know, about? I know. My favorite part. Sorry. One last relate. Word, love actually is complicated. And Hugh Grant is the prime minister. My that was a that was kind of cute. <laughs> that that relationship. This is one of those movies where there's ten relationships all happening and they all intertwine somehow. Like hey, that it, trope. It got you talking about it. I know. So because be that love bad. is actually, actually very yeah. complicated. Yeah. But my favorite relationship in that is. The two 
stand-in movie stars that are stand-ins for a, like a porn. <laughs> they they're light blockers. They they block the uh, where the light is supposed to go in between scenes. And it was for this like big budget movie, but but had sex salacious like sex scenes in it. And so they had to be naked a bunch yeah. on top of and with their thighs in front of each and other. They're naked. doing small talk with like the breasts <laughs> cupping. <laughs> Her breasts. <laughs> yeah, and my favorite at the very end was the everything comes together, all the relationships, and everyone's like, hey, "How'd you guys meet again?" And they both just go, "At work." Oh, at work. <laughs> and that was kind of cute because they were both awkward. Like yeah. it almost it was very sex work adjacent. Yes, you know, it was like when you have sex on a sex worker's stage. Stage when you do a porn set. scene, a yeah. set, you have those moments of like. Oh my God, did you play Baldur's Gate 3 yet? It's, yeah. oh my God, the love scenes in that, the gameplay. You forget you're doing sex. And this is while you're like you warming you're each up. Naked. You're literally like jerking each other off to get each other hard, but you're like, did you watch SNL last night? Oh my God, <laughs> hilarious. They did the card scene from Love Actually. Oh. Good callback. Thanks. You're welcome. Anyway. Anyway. When it comes to traditions, uh, movies are always a big thing. What are some of your favorite Christmas movies as we do our holiday cast? Well, my favorite one of all time is... um, Oh, shit. Love that one. (laughs) We just watched it. Uh, The Family Stone. The Family Stone. Stone. I know your favorite movies better than you do. Um, And then my second one, but that's more of a Thanksgiving movie, is Home for the Holidays with Holly Hunter. And, what about the, Bancroft? What about the one with Robert Downey Jr.? That's Home for That's the Home Holidays. That's Home for the Holidays? Okay. Yeah. I always forget the name of that one. Robert Downey Jr. looks wild in that. He, looks, mm-hmm. he does not look like himself. Yeah. And he plays a gay dude. That's right. Yeah. Oh. It's okay. a great movie of family it's dysfunction. Uncomfy. It's un- it's very like uncomfortable. all the uncomfy movies. Well, I, I like it because it's 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 real. It's real. It's, it's like, you know, those awkward conversations. You go home and you try to blend into your parents' life and your aunts and uncles. And you try to find this commonality that you can talk about, but then discover you have none. <laughs> at well, all. So that <laughs> is a perfect segue, though. Yeah. <laughs> into this holiday season. And I have some questions on in terms of, like, relationships and stuff. Like, okay. one of which... Uh, we have an anonymous like form that we go through for AMA stuff that people submit things to. Okay. And I asked about relationships and holidays. Um, and one of them was uh, like, what do you do with your collar? Do you ever take it off? What about the holidays? And this is going to be the first holiday where both of our families are kind of in on the what gig. you do. Yeah. They, they all now. So know. this is going to be a great question for you because you traditionally have taken your collar off when we go visit the folks. Yeah. So, but you did you, and you did it again in Wyoming when we went to go see my parents. Well, because I don't know where the comfort is, but now that we know that your, your, your parents and probably mine listen to the podcast every once in a while, like, Mm -hmm. is it a big deal to you? That's not, not, it never was for me. So really? No, I didn't care. So are you going to call me by my legal name? I'm going to start, I'm going to start calling you AMP. Oh, you're going to confuse so many people. not, not, (laughs) Not in front of your parents. In front of my parents. Oh, you've already called me that. Your parents have called me that. No, I think, didn't have they? they? No, I feel like they have. No, my uh, my sister in law calls you. Oh, him. okay. But um, and that's because she listens regularly. Hi, insert name. <laughs> um, but uh, we never. I and it's really hard for me to remember what your legal name is when I'm trying to interject it into a conversation. So this is going to be really great for me. Because I, 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 just, I just told my mom, I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to start calling him Amp now. And she's like, oh, please do. 
We always wondered why you did. <laughs> like, for the no, record, you didn't. <laughs> daddy. Well, so, and that's the other thing is like, do I call, I'm not going to call you daddy. No, you my can't father. call me daddy. No, I know. I know. Weird. But calling you Chris is weird. I know. Say bitch. Wow. Okay. I'm not going to. Well, well. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Get me a drink. Me that. We're in a very loving relationship. Um, But the next one, the next question. So I don't know. Sorry to finish that question. I don't know if I'll take my collar off. Yeah. I don't think I'm you not have to. I don't think, I don't think your, your parents won't bat an eye. Okay. I don't think. And mine more? don't care. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm unsure. I'll, I'll keep y'all posted. I might keep it tucked into my thickly chunky neck sweaters that oh, I always geez. wear. What? Well, I can't wear I it on the outside of a sweater. I don't think it's necessary. And it's too warm to wear sweaters in if, Arizona. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah. it was kind of chilly last year. It gets chilly at night. Um, but I'll keep you guys posted on what I Good do. Good question. Yeah. Uh, the next one. How do you guys balance the holidays between your bio family and your found family? Is it hard? It's uh, always hard. Oh. <laughs> Actually, what's harder is because both of our parents live now in the same city, and we used to trade off. We'd go visit one set of parents for uh, Thanksgiving and one set of parents for Christmas. So we were always with them. Now they're both in the same city, and we thought that'd be easier but it's actually harder because now we have to navigate and uh, make plans. Who's what? Are, where are we going to be for Christmas Eve? Where are we going to be for Christmas morning? And then our parents will be oh, like, yeah. "Wait, you're not going to do Christmas Eve with us?" Yeah. <laughs> and and then so yeah, the negotiation of time there. But we I think that's both of our families. But when when you have two families that live not right next to each other, it makes it makes the Christmas Eve and holidays sometimes difficult. But we do a pretty good job of navigating it. I think. I think this is what heterosexuals go through all the time, especially <laughs> if they have children uh, navigating the grandparents, because both grandparents want to see the grandchildren as much as possible, and so they're always jockeying for: Are you coming to see us this night, or mm -hmm. are you going to go see them that night? Um, at least in my household, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I understand why. I mean, yeah. the kids it's are young, and you wanna you wanna leave good impressions while you're still around. It's it's like a poly relationship. It's oh. time management. You oh. have to allot times equally and make it uh not uh, not accountable uh recordable. What remember? No, equitable. No. How do you balance so it's equal for each one? Equal? Oh, equally. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> There's another word. Aquable. Amenable. Okay, next question. Somethingable. Um, to, to, to answer the question, though, how do we balance it? We luckily have parents that live in the same general location, and then we make time for our friends either before or after to do like swapping of gifts. Mm -hmm. um, like we just did a little Christmas party this last weekend where... We have I had moment. friends in town. My hypnodon was in town. Um, you had friends in town. And we had like a little like Christmas party where ev everyone ate our Christmas cookies. We had snacks. And we yeah, played a lot of Jackbox games they on our all our cookies, yeah. I really enjoyed that, though. It was nice. It was, and perfect weather. It's been raining all week, but that one night that, that we was had nice. was perfect. Not yeah. too warm, not yeah. too cold, sitting around the fire. All good. And that was after Grayland's roast, so... How did that go, by the way, for people that might not have? <laughs> I thought it went really well. Daddy so, wrote a roast with some help. So was... Graylin from On Guard Cigar Salon, uh, he was roasted. That old oozing pustule of old leather dynamics. from. <laughs> yeah, we roasted him in our bubble. Uh, it was a bubble roast. Uh, it was really fun, although a lot of people didn't actually roast him. They just 
told cute anecdotes and stories about him. Yeah. Could have used a few more actual roasts, I I, I feel like I kind of zinged him a bit. Um, I was a little nervous because I don't like public speaking. But once I got up there and they, I got the first laugh under my belt, then I hit my stride and I just kept going. I That surprises me Why? considering how much you speak. Well, I don't... So we... We don't do this in, in front of a live studio audience. So um, they're right here. And what then it, no, I know, but it's edited. So if if I fuck up, you'll edit that out. Uh, so that can gives I make me a, more an, confidence. Can I make a, a, a are you about observation? To, are you going to edit out the fuck up? Me saying fuck, uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Just make fuck, it sound like I've edited everything uh, out. Fuck. You, I rarely edit anything out of the podcast. If I ever edit something out, it's because I mess up an ad read or something. No, or... I know, but there's always the, the 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 ability to do so is there. Talking live, you don't have that ability. And I think you talk live very well. Thank you. I appreciate that. It doesn't it still doesn't make me any less uh, nervous about it? That's fair. I think nerves are a good thing if you're performing, though. No, I want to be cool, calm, and collected, and not. You know, like just a, look at I have a pit in my stomach before I do it. Oh, yeah. well, get that pig out of there. Did you say pig? Pit. Oh, I heard, <laughs> I heard pig. Get out of there. Um, how about this next one? Have you ever done Christmas themed sex scene? Christmas themed sex scene. Say oh, that five times fast. No, but I just shot yesterday. No. A... What do you mean, no? We, we did a candy cane. Remember that one time? Oh. Oh, the mummification candy cane? Yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't really Christmas theme, was it? Was I'm it? I'm I'm staring blankly. What do you mean it wasn't? It was I don't candy know if there cane. was no tree. It was in a dungeon and it was candy okay. cane. Anyway, you you had something else, another anecdote. Go ahead. No. I forget. Bullet's fine, you guys. I shot <laughs> <laughs> No, I shot a uh, birthday sitting on a birthday cake scene yesterday with Rory. Uh so that that'll come out on my birthday, and I've never done that. It's a holiday. The question was no. What was the question? Have you ever done a look uh, at me? Not the question. Holiday themed porno. No. The question was: Have you ever done a Christmas themed sex? Well, that's the same thing. Holiday birthday. Some, some people. Some <laughs> people. Christmas is very. Oh, uh, Jesus's birthday. You did it for Jesus. Yeah. Bottoming for Jesus. I did it for Jesus. Yeah. Hole for the holidays. That that's Jesus's uh, birthday party that we're celebrating this year. No, I was being inclusive. I was saying holiday instead of Christmas. Yeah, whole for the holiday. Yeah. Got it. You're welcome. How was that? How was the cake sitting? That it sounds was like a mess. A fucking mess. Um, and I I he had brought a tarp with him, right? And to put down on the floor. And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. They're hardwood. It'll we'll just wipe it up after. Are you oh my and God. he's like, No, no, let's put a tarp. And thank God he did. That cake got everywhere i'm still finding someone someone came over to my house uh it, after i had showered twice and i was and we were sitting there having drinks i'm like my ear was itching i'm like i'm literally scratching dried cake out of my ear <laughs> would you say it everywhere. was caked on it was caked on yes uh-huh. did you enjoy it though did you uh, i question I did, wasn't aroused by it, but it was okay. fun. Yeah. But no, okay, so you had fun though. I think he was aroused by it. He's into gunge and messy play. Uh, so I think it really turned him on. It didn't cake, turn cake, me on, cake, it was just cake, fun cake, to cake, do. Cake. Oh, that's fun. Do you find that you're usually turned on by those kinds of scenes? Not to to pull the well, actually, of love actually, but <laughs> would you say that you're always like really into that? Into what cake scenes? No, like the the sometimes it, 
are the scenes that you do just so over the top and silly that you're not able to get into it, but you still have a good time, obviously. I mean, it's Depends. dependent on the scene. Sometimes it's just work, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you don't have chemistry with the other person that you're having sex with. And maybe you need a little bit of help with the second sponsored joy mode. You, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that, that does lead to uh, our next question. Um, at 325, two trains leave Los Angeles. One train traveled westward at a constant rate of 82 miles per hour, while the other train traveled eastward at a constant rate of 66 miles an hour. If they are now 11, 111 miles apart, where? what time is it now? It's... Jesus, I don't. I, that's math. I move on. Next question. <laughs> Next question. I'll be George Santos. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> move along. Move oh, along. He was so rude to Z way. Next question. Whose yes, show is this, know. George? <laughs> hmm? um, I want to say if I do the math, it was like what four eleven, four p.m., four eleven p.m. I have no idea. I hate those questions. I I hate them. Suggestions on how to introduce a new poly partner during the holidays. Oh my god. Um, my suggestion is to have a conversation before they arrive mm. with the people you're introducing them to. So they are forewarned and prepared a little bit. They're going to have a lot more questions, but don't spring it on them. Yeah. That's my... Yeah, make sure... And we've we've kind of answered this question in other Q&As before, but around the holidays especially, there's so much energy around everyone's so hypercharged by this or that making food getting gifts seeing the kids make sure everyone's you don't want to confuse family but you also don't want to over explain yeah sometimes it's better to just explain what you need to within the, the proper guidelines and let them assume and figure out the rest in my own opinion yeah and so long have, as you have guys the, are on the same page have the in-depth conversations later after they met the person and hopefully liked the person um that'll make that conversation easier mm. um to have especially if they like them agreed um what is next question the best holiday app for finding your whole whole holes holiday app uh they mean dating app i'm pretty sure no what's, i got that what's the holiday app what is what is making you the hole for the holiday uh <laughs> Are we looking at sniffies? Do we got grind? I don't do sniffies. Uh, I do recon or switched. Those are the two I do. Okay. I do like switched. And I found the most reliable, fun, kinky people of late. And a lot of hypno people on switched. I don't... A lot of furries and a lot of hypno I've noticed. Which is not a read. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing in my book. Like... Yeah, I, I'm finding a younger generation on switched and a heavier player on recon. That's kind of... I think Scruff is a good if if you're looking for something you feel a bit more comfortable on that might have a bit more of a user base in a smaller area, which I would switched is huge in San Francisco. There's plenty of people in larger cities, but it is bigger overseas, too, because they have a lot more marketing over there. Mm -hmm. But it's a great app, especially if you're in a big city. I would say Scruff's a good one. I want to rewind, though. Can you make a little rewind sound for me? You've never used Snippies. Why? Because I'm not into... A, I'm into more of a connection, and um, I don't even think they show the face on Snippies, do they? You can show whatever you want. Oh, okay. But it um, is. It I'm is... not into immediate right now. I, I like okay. to plan. Same. Th that said, I've gone on there a few times to see what it's about. I've never hooked up from it, um, but I am fascinated by the culture of it. And I first found out about it from Lux like a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. probably at this rate, and him explaining it. 
it, it he he makes it sound like and this is no shade again to anyone who uses sniffies it's a fascinating platform but the way he explains it is just like it just makes sense why wouldn't you want immediate gratification i cleaned out and this top you know got canceled bled, canceled i want it now and that's valid but then i went on when i went on it it was i was bored or just exhausted and i oh, i was listening to a podcast friend of the show mike mac and mike you know messy mm -hmm. and i think they were talking about it but i went on it after that and i was just like fascinated by people would like put together little meetups and it would be like called morning yoga and it's like we have and then it would list out like we're looking for this many bottoms this many tops come here at this time use this door code come on in and come on out you know and the organization that it takes for some of the stuff that they do is just fascinating. Hmm. Like much respect for your immediate sex, but at the same time, it's a little messy for me. Yeah, no, I'm not. Um, I, I, and yeah. kind of scary. Yeah, I, I, you're, you're putting a door code out in the public domain. It was. I think it was a. a I, I couldn't tell you what they were doing okay. exactly, but it was the immediacy and the way in which. When I got on it, you're you can get some pretty accurate down to like a hundred feet sort of geolocations. Mm -hmm. So I didn't show my face. I followed suit. I I had a back picture of me, but even then, if you saw my back, you would know maybe my tattoos. From tattoos, yeah. Because I went on there and I knew exactly where some of our friends were, where your workout partner was, mm. where Lux was. Mm. Like if I really wanted to look, I knew what people looked like. All and the I could, ho ho hos. The, all the ho ho. The, yeah. <laughs> if you're getting, if you're being a hole for the holidays. Please use that as your tagline on ho, all ho, of ho. your apps. No, hole for the holidays. Hole for the holidays. If you're bottom. Um, but I, I'm fascinated. I will say Sniffies, and this is, we're not sponsored. We have been sponsored before, though, by them. Like, remember when they we did a little campaign? Um, I respect the the grind. I love their marketing. No, that's grinder. Very... That's a different Oh, app. sorry. Oh, I can't use that word. Um, I respect their grind because their social media presence is wildly popular like oh, they're it? very good at the the marketing if they're not on tiktok never but they're like short form content on instagram reels is really funny and very sex positive i appreciate oh, that i'll have to them. check that out i haven't seen it yeah i think it's an interesting business model as as someone who, who is a marketing person and as far as the app goes it's also fascinating that there is no physical app for them on a, a marketplace hmm. have you noticed that no Oh, well, I noticed that. You've done a deeper dive than I have. Because I find I find sexuality and, and the way in which people get it so interesting. Getting it. Getting it. What is... Oh, okay, last question. How about... Okay. What is... Let me find it here. What is your absolute necessities to pack in your travel bag for the holidays? And this is with a queer lens. Hair dryer. For sexy time, you need a hair dryer. You didn't say sexy. Time. I'm 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 paraphrasing here. You didn't say sexy time. Okay, hair dryer to keep your hair blowing as you fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Um, lube. A little travel size of lube, Butt especially plug. if it has a little on like a t twisty on or open close. Yep. A butt plug. Yeah. What but size? I use a small um, uh, bottle of lube. Yeah. Uh, medium. I don't. I don't because they're heavy for one, so it weighs down your luggage. Fair. Uh, usually a couple of coils of rope, some joy mode and manscape. Actually, I use my manscape travel shed. I, that's not a joke. That is no, what I, I travel with. I know. Cause there have been times when lube or something has spilled or exploded. Um, I would say a little nozzle for a water bottle or oh, for yeah. a shower shot or shower head pa paramount. I would say a little, I always bring a little lube injector for your butt. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, because some, some you're a little no more offense to than I am. Oh. I get it. No, I get it. You should. No offense to tops who are not <laughs> respectful when they apply their lube. But when I travel, my butt doesn't want to get hurt. And some tops need to learn to use more lube. Don't spit on that fucking dick. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I would say a butt plug is nice because it keeps you nice and open for when you get into it. Uh, again, lube injector, proper shower shot. And then I would say, uh, I mean, obviously your prep pills, your condoms. Um, is there any other things that I would bring? I bring boner pills. Yeah. Again, joy, joy mode, great for that. Get your supplements in your body to keep that boner going strong. And that's about it, though. I, can th I mean, obviously toothpaste and all that good shit, but th those are the, the yeah, absolute You use needs. toothpaste for sex? Do not get me started. I swear. <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna talk about lube in the in a. An oh, it's for a fresh butthole. Stop. The minty fresh. The way that oh my god, one of the drag queens who was it? Uh, Miss Vangie talked about putting Listerine in her douche. To Ooh, that's no burn. No, don't do that. That's that'll how you burn. change the pH, the sugars, the the. That's that's a terrible terrible idea. Don't do that. That's why you don't listen to drag queens for sex advice. You don't have like experience with sex work and sex advice. But um, I think that's the last question we have for today because we're on the tail end. Daddy, we're going to do our aftercare today, which okay. is a thing we do on pa Patreon for our patrons. It is it's extra content. We usually go and deep dive into questions. We're going to open up some gifts, but I want to open up just one gift on on the normal, the right normal podcast. Okay. Yeah, so choose a gift for me and I'll do the same. Okay. I got I got a very nicely wrapped gift here for you, Daddy. <laughs> and my gift, okay. The reason I'm giving you my gift, I just want to explain. You know, when you go home for the holidays, as a whole for the holidays, you can't always bring gifts. Why for, am I for, not wrapped? Can I just? It is wrapped. This? There's they're they're wrapped nice. There's um, a little bow on top. Okay, for the Patreons. No, please don't. Please. This this is a box oh God, that has already it. been opened the bow is falling off i just shook it lightly and it came off and it's taped together with painter's tape <laughs> all of your gifts came this is the most ratchet gift ever <laughs> i will take it back nope it's fine it's fine you don't need it for the record something that i ordered you a month and a half ago just got here today okay. right and it was what did you enjoy? Oh. I know you already opened it, and you know. No, I, I know what it is. I haven't opened it because I, I was coming over here when it arrived. Uh, Would you it, like me to bring that with a very heavy gift? I, I want to see you try. <laughs> and so they're rails for my dungeon bed, which I really wanted. Mm -hmm. uh, so I inherited a dungeon bed uh, a couple months ago, and it had some ratchet bars that went through the top because they didn't buy the the ones that are made by a dungeon bed. Uh, so I've always wanted the dungeon bed ones. So. Amp was nice enough to get those for me. And we love Dungeon Beds, lovely sponsor of the show. But girls, it took a month and a half to get these. And I don't know why. Anyway, so a lot of a lot of your gifts were specialties. So that's why sometimes they come last second. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this gift over to Daddy. It's very nicely wrapped. wrapped. It's not Here, I'll let you open up first because it might take you a minute. It's gonna take me no time because it's painter's tape. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Look, so I took the time. Look, nice, pretty snowflake paper. So pretty. I value you. Where'd you get the snowflake paper, Daddy? I had it. In my house. What the hell is this? 
Okay, so if you're on, if you're if you're not on our Patreon, what does it look like, Daddy? It looks like a hoof. Yeah. Or if you look at it a different way, it looks like a mushroom head. And on the top, do you, do those do you see those little lace holes? Oh wait, is it for your feet? There are boot <gasps> covers. They are boot covers. Oh my God, where'd you find that? They are 3D printed boot covers. They are in a resin. They are slightly flexible, but you put them on top of your boots. Oh my God. So that you can turn your boots into hooves. That is so cool. Right? Okay, it's terrible sound quality, but they're little, they're little covers that go on your boots. I'm galloping away. Daddy, come back. <laughs> that is a really good gift. Thank you. Now I feel bad about the one you're about to get. Oh, well, so my gifts for you are all things that I cannot bring home with us. And that is, a, that is a struggle in itself. I feel like this might break, though. Well, well we can reinforce. Okay, stop yeah. trying to break them. No, no. We'll, we'll try them on your boots later. Okay. Um, opening Thank Daddy's you. That's gift. so sweet. I try. Okay. So what, 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 what made you think of me when buying whatever gift this is? Um, you are a German shepherd. <laughs> oh God. Aww. I thought it was a hat for a second. That's so funny. It's a little, it's a, it's a German shepherd. Hand towel. Like long cat hand towel. <laughs> it hangs over your <laughs> His little hands go wee. So it's supposed to hang like You're this. hilarious. You're hilarious. It goes over the bar. Oh, so it's a hanging towel yeah. in the shape of a dog. That is Thank so you. silly. I love it. I thought so. If you guys would like to see these gifts, um, we have opened them. They're on our Patreon version of the pod. It's a great way to start the new year by signing up to our Patreon. And we're going to open up a few other gifts on the Patreon today during our aftercare, which is an extra section that we answer questions from you guys specifically on the Patreon. And uh, today we're going to open up some holiday gifts because we're just what, Daddy? Holes. Uh, holes for the holiday. And we like to do what? Watts 20. No, what? No, that's the product know. code. We, we like, like to play. Uh, <laughs> so if you would like to ask your own questions for the aftercares, we do those once a week on the pot the podcast for the patrons. Um, but if you'd like to find Daddy, Daddy, where can they do that? Uh, you can find me if you want to see the naughty stuff of me sitting on cakes at <laughs> MrChristopher.com. And that's Christopher with a K. Gallivanting. Or I'm on Instagram as Mr. Christopher Weston. And you can find me everywhere at PupAmp or PupAmp.com for the sexy stuff. This has been a What's Your Safe Pod production from What's the Safe Word. And you can find us everywhere at What's the Safe Word on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Look, if you put them together and you hold it like this, it looks like a mushroom. They can't see that. The but can. I do hope that you all are having a lovely holiday. Remember, family can be difficult. Chosen family is chosen for a reason. Dally is gallivanting and galloping away, and I'm going to go clean. Wait, what does this gift say? You got me a hand towel? What does that mean? You want me to clean your dishes? No. <laughs> you Only you read so much into these kind of things. <laughs> and we're going to open up some more gifts now on okay. the Patreon. Bye. Bye-bye.